I'm coming in hot. Coming in hot. Hey everyone, Coach Shelby here. I'm welcoming a new guest to the show in the second episode in our mini series, Three Keys to Unlocking Your Greatness. Coach Mike Dotson is the facility leader and head coach at Blacksburg Fit Body Bootcamp, and we chat about believing in the process of your goals. This conversation is packed with some awesome mindset takeaways, so let's just jump right into coming in hot. What's going on, everybody? This is Coach Shelby. Welcome back to Coming In Hot. This is our second episode of a mini-series that we're doing called Three Keys to Unlocking Your Greatness. Our first episode was focused on commitment to the journey, Hopefully you all have listened to that. If not, feel free to go back and catch up there so we can jump right into key number two today, which is going to be commitment to the process. All right. And I have a special guest here with you all. Um, I have Coach Mike Dotson, who is a member of the Blacksburg Fit Body team, currently the facility leader and head coach at the Blacksburg location. And I'll let him share a little bit of his story, but Hopefully you all are ready to tune in and learn some great things about unlocking your greatness, whether we're talking about our life in general, your career, your health and fitness. Um, Again, kind of rolling off of episode one, really want these mini series, these mini episodes to be short and powerful, but things that you can use in your day-to-day life. So I will welcome Mike. Hi. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for having me on here. It's great to finally be you're allowed to talk. It's nice. Can't control myself here. But uh, uh, Fit Fam, I hope you're ready for this. Hopefully, we keep it a nice short story. But I'll just kind of start from the beginning. Um, you know, as a child, you know, most people really don't know the rules to health and fitness or understand the process itself. So uh, I grew up the fat kid, to be honest with you, pretty much all the way up until high school and up into my mid uh, my mid twenties when I finally decided to say what do I need to do in order to change? What do I need to do to no longer feel uncomfortable in my own skin? Um, so there was, there's quite a few different processes that I went through. Of course, you know, a lot of us, you know, have, have fallen to those, those quick, easy schemes. Of course, those, you know, those things that say, Hey, they're going to work for us. Well, unfortunately that built some distrust, but you know, I stayed resilient nonetheless focusing on, you know, you know, workouts in general and just really trying to harness just that, process of just working out, being consistent, following some sort of program to go through. Uh, But one process that I I had always struggled with was the nutrition portion of it, which you and Kristen have done a really great job of even educating me on how I need to fuel myself and kind of created my own process for that. Uh, Usually uh, buying into the, you know, supplementation, just all supplements, you know, uh, because we see them all the time. Hey, take this thing. And get your results. Uh, so I put trust into that, but it, needless, needless to say, it failed for me. It wasn't until I really started to focus on, okay, what am I missing? What process am I missing that's going to get me to where I need to be? And it was, of course, the nutrition. 
of course, we all love food, right? <laughs> we all love food, and it's so hard to say no. But I said, I want the strength and the aesthetics and the confidence more than I want the taste of food. So that was that paradigm shift that I had in my own mind and said, okay, I'm going to give up those instant gratification pleasures for something that I'm going to invest in. So the process pretty much came down to, okay, eat right, start just kind of making sure I'm eating vegetables. And I'll be honest with you, I wasn't introduced into actually learning how to eat vegetables until I met my wife. <laughs> I say that all the time too. Like people don't believe me when I say I didn't know what, what an avocado was yeah. until I was in college. Like yeah. people who know me now, like think I eat vegetables all the time. Like I've eaten them my entire life. I'm like, I didn't even know what an avocado was. <laughs> like I didn't know it existed in the world. So I think that's, that's a great point to make though of a lot of people will see us and, and you as a facility leader, as a head coach, mm -hmm. um, you know, before we started recording, I, I literally told you when I was a member with you, which mm -hmm. was how our relationship started. I was a member, you were my coach. I just thought coach Mike was always the way coach Mike is like, he's, He's always had this positive attitude. He's always loved his health and fitness. His body has always looked like this. And so I, I appreciate you coming onto the podcast and, and being open, not just on our podcast, but I've heard you open up to members as well about, I, I haven't always been like this, yeah. right? Like my mindset hasn't always been like this. My body, my health has not always been like this. It's been a process. And I actually want to go back to the beginning of your story where you're, you are previously seeing yourself as, in your words, the fat kid, yeah, right, and and not having confidence, and and I think that's so important that you then at the end of your story there talk about this almost identity shift. Mm -hmm. You tried the quick fix, you try the supplements, like I'll try this, I'll try this, like it's something else that's missing. I think is what we always try to say, like yeah. looking outside of ourselves for the fix, yeah, instead of putting that back internally of who do I need to become, correct, to not look at my myself like this to mm -hmm. have that confidence to live the life I want to to ultimately be great I think the identity piece is is huge like we're going to talk about process for sure and get into the nitty-gritty of your health and fitness process but I think the the identity shift I, I would think you would agree is a big part of definitely achieving definitely. anything because you have to say who not who do I want you're still the same person but who do I want to become? What processes, okay, because we all have those idols. We all idolize somebody, uh, some sort of athlete, actor. I mean, like, okay, what are their processes? What is their identity? Mm -hmm. What are their habits? Because that's what a process is. It's just a set of habits in which we follow in order to get to point A to point B. But it's not until we have this awakening that we really see ourselves where we're at and say, Instead of, you know, a lot of times we'll say, well, I just, I'll just never be there. Well, okay, well, let's take a step back. You can be there if you follow the plan, if you follow the process. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of times, um, this was a phrase I heard in a previous podcast. Sorry if I don't give credit. It's called being unconsciously incompetent. So we don't know any better because we haven't been educated. That's why all these other processes have maybe failed for whoever's listening out there. You've tried a million different things and these things have failed. Because unfortunately, we haven't been educated enough. Just like you know, talk about, we didn't know what avocado was. Yeah, we don't know what vegetables do. We don't know what each thing in our nutrition in the workouts, what purpose that they serve. So when we can 
really step back, have an identity awakening, really understand what each piece to this puzzle actually plays and what it does for us, it then starts to come together like, oh, when I drink, <laughs> when I drink water, I'm hydrated and I feel energized. When I eat vegetables, uh, my digestion gets better because it helps with, you know, bowel movements. When I eat protein, my muscles are built. And that's where we start to say, okay, what's my identity? Now, we're talking about surface things now with the nutrition, but the mindset is so important. Because when you say my identity is I am fit, because we have the power of I am. I am strong. I am unstoppable. I am fit body. So when you start saying I am fit, you start, you say it enough repetitiously. It's like, well, I'm fit. Well, what do fit, what do fit people do? Well, they have structure, they meal plan, they meal prep, they work out at least three to four times a week. They drink their water, they, you know, they wash what they eat on the weekends. They don't overindulge. But the process can be, you know, your process is different from my process. The way we go about getting there. It's all different, but it still gets the goals as long as we're committed to the process of being that person. And belief in it. Like like you said, the power of the I am statements, like believing that you are those things or mm -hmm. believing that you can become those things. Like you said, the more times that you say it to yourself or, or like this whole fake it till you make it, like I'm a big believer in that. Oh, definitely. A huge believer in definitely. that. Definitely. And just start thinking, I am a healthy person. Mm -hmm. Or I'm going to be a healthy person. Well, what does a healthy person do? And mm -hmm. you listed great examples there. And start faking it till you make it. Yeah. You literally will become it. Like if you believe it, you will become it. Correct. And that's positive or negative. Yeah. If you believe that you are an unhealthy person, if you believe that you are a negative person, you will become that. Because your mind goes where your strongest thoughts are. Yeah. So one thing that I love to do to, um, you know, members are probably done it to a couple of y'all when you come in here and say, I'm tired, I'm this. I'm like, okay, let's pick a different adjective to describe how we're feeling right now. I'm grateful, I'm thankful. And it starts with what are our first thoughts? Because we are programmed for negativity because we see it all the time. And when we absorb those things in our music, television, you know, social media, a lot of times there's a lot of negativity. I'm getting a little off track here, but a lot of negativity that, we tend to harness and we absorb that. And then that's what we think. Mm -hmm. well, I'll, I'll never get that. I'll, you know, I'm just, it's just, I'm just sad. I'm, you know, things are just terrible. Well, of course they're terrible because you're thinking in that manner. When you start saying perspective and saying, well, you know, do the, what's the basics? All right. You got a head check, two arms, check, two legs. Awesome. Your heart's beating and you're breathing. When you can be grateful for those small things and start changing your mindset, it's like, okay, things aren't as bad as I thought they were. And that when you start saying, start faking it, but you're really just saying it's really not that bad. It really becomes something amazing. And then that trickles down to, well, maybe I do have time to do these things. Maybe, maybe I can budget. Maybe I can get myself off the couch. Maybe I can do a 30 minute workout today. And when we start really just having those little mini victories, those little mini victories start to add up because you believe in yourself, because you're positive reinforcing yourself. You're giving yourself the pat on the back, giving us that euphoric feeling, which helps us get things done. Because when we get into those dark slumps, we just want to get in those dark slumps and mm -hmm. not move forward. Yeah, it's hard to climb out of that hole. Yeah. But 
And you said you're getting off track, but I don't think you are because I think the mindset is part of your process. Mm-hmm. It, it needs to be part of everybody's process when they're going for any kind of goal in their life, in their in their health, whatever. I think that is part of your process. Like mm-hmm. you saying you're in this dark hole and like, I got to claw my way out of it. So my process is going to be, I am statements. My process is going to be gratitude first thing in the morning. I think that's, that's still part of, yeah. of all of this as well. Just as much as the technical piece of moving your body for 30 minutes, mm-hmm. drinking half your body weight in water. Like that's part of a process as well to achieve a health goal. But if your mind's not in it, like you're, you're failing from the jump. Correct. And that's, and that's why it's so important is when we can put our minds into it. I wrote this down. Um, so if we, if we start being in control of our thoughts, we then start being in control of our actions because it all starts with a thought. We've all been there. We're sitting on the couch. We say, I know I need to do X, Y, Z. Uh, it starts with, I know I need to do laundry. I know I need to do dishes. Well, in that moment, if you can say, let's go, get up and get it done, start taking being mindfully, mind, mindfulness action. That's what I wrote down, mindfulness action. So when we start thinking about that, okay, I need to get up. Just getting up, getting off the couch and you changing the direction from, I'm go from a sitting position, not making traction to standing up, controlling my thoughts, okay? Now that I'm controlling my thoughts and then that controls my action, I can then start working on a process. So if we're not in control of our thoughts, you can't begin the process. Mm -hmm. So if you can start saying, I have control of my thoughts, I'm going to get this done. Here we go. Because there's so many plans out there that, you know, we have our plan. Everybody has a plan. Everybody has something, but it's executing it being faithful to it, being committed to it, being all into it. Cause you said you guys were talking about commitment in the last episode, committed, be committed in a committed relationship. All right. Because if you're in a committed relationship, you're going to do whatever it takes to make it successful. Okay. Is it going to be hard? Of course. Is there going to be good times? Yes. There's going to be ups and downs in any relationship that we have. And this is a relationship that we need to have with ourselves with the process relationship process us. So if we can say, I have faith in this process, just like you have faith in your husband, I have faith in my wife, that we're going to work together. Okay, we have a plan. We have these goals we're going to reach. So when we draw out our plan, it's cut and dry. It's right there. Hey, you know, we have our basic habits. We eat right. And then we start talking about, you know, consistency next time. But it's taking constant daily action. Yeah. And I want to talk about that because you do say that a lot mm-hmm. around the gym and, and we've talked a lot about mindset so far in this episode, but then taking that action, like that seems to be what holds people back Yeah, is getting off the couch, mm-hmm. taking that first step, signing up for the gym, you know, making a meal plan, taking that action, you know, stop when you stop thinking about it, stop talking about it. Now it's time to do it. Yeah. You know, what would you what would you say to somebody who's in that middle place? Like what has gotten you, you know, clearly now you're at a place that discipline mm-hmm. moves your body. Like when you don't want to do it, you've built your habit up so much that it's it's a non it's not even a thought. You're like, okay, I'm gonna work out because that's just that's what I do. It's who I am. Yeah. It's now who I am. But before you get to that, it's now a habit, it's now discipline taking mm-hmm. over in those hard moments. How do you take the first step of action? One, um, 
you know, positive thoughts because it's fear that holds us back. But what you have to remember, we have to look fear of failure. We have, we need to stop fearing failures and stop looking at failure in a negative light. Failure is a beautiful thing. It's very uncomfortable at the time. It hurts, but we learn. We learn so much. If we can just say, I'm going to take that leap of faith. I'm going to give it another go. I'm going to make that first step forward and give it another shot. Because what that does, that sets up a chain reaction. Well, okay, well, I stepped into the gym. Whew, it's like the first day of school. All right, that's, <laughs> that's fear. Okay. That is fear. These people yeah. don't know me. Everybody's watching me. <laughs> stop, what, stop looking what at if me. I can't do a push up. Like that is probably, I mean, we're, we always talk about health and fitness, but that's a great example of like so much fear when you just walk right into a situation yeah. or like first day of a job. Like, what are they going to think of me? Am I wearing the right thing? When do we leave? Like, how do we take lunch? Like you just have all of these thoughts and anxiety starts, starts to pop up. Like, and I think the root thought is, I'm not good enough mm -hmm. for this. I'm not strong enough for this. I'm not fit enough for this. I'm not right for this. It, and it's so much fear-based instead of just screw it. Yeah. Like who cares if I can't do a push-up? Who yeah. cares if I can't do a pull-up? Like I used to not be able to do a pull-up. I'm sure you used to not be able to do something fitness related. And now you do it all the time. Like everybody has a day one. Mm -hmm. And I think we forget that. And like for us to be talking on a podcast, I think so many people forget that we had a day one. Yeah. Like when I hear your story and I'm like, Oh wow. Like I, I saw you at your day 400 plus son. And I didn't, re and I thought it was, you know, that was your day one mm -hmm. and it's, and it's not, but knowing that everybody's going to have a starting point, you just have to start. Exactly. You have to start. You have to, to take that first step again we can coach you and that's and that's the beautiful thing coaches we mm. can we can coach whoever's listening we can coach you but you first have to take that first step you have to be willing to say okay i need help someone help me through this you know just like sherpa's guiding people up to the top of the uh what's the mountain everest okay they need guides we all need guides we needed guides i guided you You've guided me in certain aspects of my life here so far at Fitbody. Okay, we're, we need to learn from each other, and that's what we're here to do. And don't be afraid to ask for help. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are afraid, you know, and, you know, most of us guys, we're afraid to ask for help because we're stubborn. So that just comes down to yeah. it. But, well, you don't have to have it all figured out, exactly. too. Like, you don't have to have it all figured out, especially when we're talking health and fitness. Mm -hmm. Like, there are, there's so much information out there. Yeah. Like you talked at the beginning about like knowledge, like one being aware of where you're starting mm -hmm. and then and aware of what you don't know yet yeah. and, and seeking that knowledge, seeking that guidance. That's, that's an action yeah. as well. Like get yourself educated on, on getting a coach, on moving your body, mm -hmm. on your nutrition, whatever it may be. Because if you're hungry enough, you will be successful. Yeah. And I mean, back to commitment, right? Mm -hmm. If you're committed enough, if you want it bad enough. Yeah you're going to find a way. And I catch myself in that. Like I'm currently in like a slump right now. And yeah. I catch myself like Shelby, you don't want it bad enough. Then mm -hmm. if you're not willing to get up off the couch and go do your lift, maybe you don't want it bad enough. Yeah. And that is a really hard truth 
to swallow and, and for you to say to yourself. And if you have a great coach, somebody's going to say that to you. Yeah. But I think that's what it comes down to. And yeah. that's okay. Yeah. It's okay that you don't want it bad enough right now, but then you don't get to complain about the results you don't see. Correct. Whether we're talking about, you know, your, your health and your fitness, whether we're talking about trying to get a promotion in your job, mm -hmm. if you're not willing to put in the work, you don't get to complain about the results you're not going to get. Later. So I think the going back to how important this building a process mm -hmm. is, is that the days that you don't want to do it, the process needs to take over. Mm -hmm. But going one step further, I'm like, well, how do you develop this process? How do you develop these habits? I think a big part of it is find what works for you. Yeah. Like I used to be a career advisor and I would tell young people, try everything. Yeah. Because even if you don't find what you like to do, you'll find what you don't like to do. So if we bring it to health and fitness, you want to say you're somebody that wants to lose weight, right? We try everything. Yeah. We try the supplements. Yeah. We try Whole30. We try keto. We try da, 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 da. And I want people to do that. Yeah. Because I want you to expose yourself to processes that don't work for you. Or maybe it does work for you. And yeah. that's okay. But try a lot of different things so you can hone in on what process is is your process yeah mike's way of building muscle and shelby's way of building muscle one because our bodies are different but yeah. also we are different people personality wise yeah. we're not going to be the same you know the way you start your morning routine the way i start my morning routine is probably different yes. because we're different people and that's okay but everybody i think needs to figure out their own process you need to go through the process of finding your process yeah. To be great because it's honestly when you find your own process it becomes your process and it's your original plan so you're more likely to follow it mm -hmm. because it's something that you enjoy doing because the whole idea of this is to enjoy it is to have fun with it and as i go through life and this can be fitness related career related or just you know relationship related you start really open your eyes Okay, Shelby does a really good job at being organized and just you know being real compassionate. I like that. I think I'll take a little bit of that. So you can copy and paste an attribute, a process, bring it into your own life because you see it's being successful for them. It's not that you're beat, you're not becoming that person. You're literally just downloading, copying and pasting that same process into your life because you enjoy it. It works well for you and it makes you feel good on the inside. And that's kind of what I've done in pretty much every job that I've worked, you know, when it comes to being efficient, when it comes to being uh, just super productive or just being successful. Because I'll be honest to you, even, you know, the processes that I have now, I'm still trying to tweak them and ever improve them. I'm like, hey, that's really good. I like that. Let me bring that into my, into my world. Oh, I really like what she said there. I'm going to use that and put my own twist on it. When we talked about in the first episode, and we've talked about this multiple episodes of growth mindset, mm -hmm. that I think some of the the best people, the greatest people, and um, I don't know, the most positive people in my life, and you're one of those people, are people that know they don't have it all figured out, yeah. people that know they have areas to improve. I also like people who are confident in mm -hmm. what they're good at, but I really like when people are honest about, I'm not so great at this. And I'm going to listen to this podcast to be better. Mm -hmm. I'm going to surround myself with this person because I know that they're good at it and I want to be better at it myself. So I think that's that's part of this whole how do you unlock your greatness is a big part of it, too, is yeah. 
knowing that you're going to continue tweaking this process yeah. because you're, you're going to change yeah. as a person. Your life is going to change. Your environment's going to change. Your goals are going to change. And that's okay. Yeah. That's not failure. Like, ah, oh, crap. I just had a process figured out. Now everything's twisted upside down. This big life event happened. Now I got to refigure this out. Yeah. Everybody does that yeah. for the rest of your life. You yeah. will be refining your process. Mm -hmm. I think a beautiful part of it too is I think you become more like yourself in that, yeah. in that way. The mm -hmm. more that you are trying to grow and develop and learn and all these things, you get a little bit closer to the person you're supposed to be. Yeah. You get a little bit closer to the best version of yourself. Yeah. I think one thing, what you know, you talking there, um, one thing that came to mind, it was really awakening because when I first started, um, first started Fit Body, I was like, you know, I had this tremendous amount of ego. You talked about willingness to learn. Sometimes ego will get in the way of our growth because we, in our minds, we've gone past confidence and we've gone to cockiness. So what we need to do is put our ego to the side and be willing to learn, be willing to change, be willing and open to feedback so we do grow because if you're ego and you are shut down and you're not willing to learn, you're not going to grow. You're not going to trust the process. You're not going to see the results that you wanted. Listen to people who have done it before you. Listen to them. Be open to it. Because I know a lot of people, you know, we've coached a lot of people and the people who see the most success are the people who are open and willing for feedback and just very thankful for. So when you can trust the process, which might have a coach involved, trust the coach, trust the process, be willing to adapt, be willing to absorb as much information as you possibly can, because that's going to be the key to your success. And then it, again, this process is turned into muscle memory. You know, we just do this now. Mm -hmm. We think positively. Someone says something negative, I read, you know, put it in my brain, Reconfigure it. Here's some positive. And that's what I want everybody to learn is just to reconfigure how you see and perceive the world, perceive your life, and perceive the processes. Because nobody has it all figured out. No, no everybody's going to be a work in progress mm -hmm. in my mind. Like people who've put off like they have it all figured out, I'm like, you're in a dark place, bro. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you're in a dark place. You think you have it all figured out? That's not what I want to be, right? Yeah. Like, the, the successful person that is super polished, the person on social media that looks like they have it all figured out, I actually feel bad for those people. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, you're hiding something that you, you're insecure about. Yeah. You're hiding something that you know you need to work on and you're just putting out this fake front. And, and to segue into what I, I think will be our last point is the difference between focusing on your process and focusing on the end result. Mm -hmm. We know it's important to have goals. We know it's important to set goals for yourself mm -hmm. that, that drive us, right? Like we wanna keep getting better, yeah. right? So we need to have a measure for what is better. Mm -hmm. So what would you say, I guess, to, how do you separate those two things or, or are they separated? And I'll put my thoughts in there as well, but I wanna hear your, your thoughts first of process so, versus results. Process versus results, well, you take action with the process, you get results. Yes, the results, the why is what drives us. The why is what places that sense of urgency on us to get it done every single day. Again, you have to have 
the pro you have to love the process. And that's why I love working out here at Bitbody because, you know, is the workouts hard? Most definitely. But are the people amazing? Yes. So I love working out with people. It is so much fun. And it's so nice because when you change your thought process, okay, we, te we teach you positive thinking, positive mindset. Well, that's going to serve my life better if I think positively than negatively. Therefore, my life is better from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay, I'm having more good days than bad days because I have a good mindset. Drinking the water, following those processes and those habits, okay, well, I'm more energized. I'm sleeping better. I feel better. So my quality of life is going up. I'm feeling good about myself. That result is coming, and it's going to feel great when I get there, but I feel really good now because I'm following the process. The process feels good, and therefore, that good feeling that I receive, I want to replicate it over and over and over again because I like feeling this way. I love the feeling after getting a workout in. I love how I feel when I'm hydrated, when I'm well-fed. I love listening to a good positive podcast first thing in the morning and saying, come on, world, let's go. What you got for me? Negative, uh, knock it out. Boom. I Nope. Nope. No negative talk. And when you can replicate that process every single day and you know the exact formula for a good day, that's awesome. When you know you have the formula your process is going to equal a good day every day. Granted, there's going to be days where you're just like, uh, no, more. no, I can't take it. But if you can still be in that win column during the week, that process is going to feel good. When you get to your goal, cool. I got it. I achieved it. But you, it felt good on the way there, too. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big you hit it there right at the end of my thought too, that we have this goal. It's going to drive us. Mm -hmm. We need to have that. We need to have a driving force in our life, I think. But once you're there, you're like, okay, cool. I'm here, mm -hmm. you know? So that's one feeling. But what about all the days that led up to that? So I think the best clients that I've seen and in, in my own life as well, the most successful people are obsessed with how they do things. They are really engulfed in their process of what they do day to day, knowing that the results is going to come, that they're trusting what I do now, day to day, if I just stay the course, I'm going to get to that result. I'm going to get that job. I'm going to lose this weight. What I'm going to be this kind of person. I'm going to start a family, whatever that goal is. But they, back to your point of constant daily action, mm -hmm. they know I got to move. I got to move my body. I got to do work. I got to achieve these small tasks every day because it's all going to add up. Yeah. Those small things lead to big things. Yeah. Like I had a coach tell me that in softball, that the way you do the small things is how you're going to get the big things. Correct. Right. The way you warm up for a softball game is how you're going to win a championship. Yeah. The way that you move your body every day is how you're going to reach your health and fitness goals. Yeah. The way that you work and are organized day to day is how you're going to get that next job or mm -hmm. get that promotion. The people I think that don't reach their goals or are unhappy along the way are too focused on the result. Mm -hmm. So it's where we put our focus, what we believe 
what we think, what we believe in yeah. is who we become, right? Yeah. What we focus on is also who we become, yeah. right? The people who focus on their result, they might get it. Like I, I, my, you know, goal is to lose 50 pounds. Yeah. They might lose 50 pounds. Yeah. More than likely they're not going to. But if they do, all those days leading up to it, they're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. They're going to waste their life. How many days, how many minutes of your life are you willing to waste just to get to a goal like that? Yeah. Especially a goal like that. That's pretty surface level. That's not, you know, all life enhancing kind of a thing. Yeah. How, how much are, are you willing to spend in a miserable state just to reach a goal? Cool. When there's an alternative that you could actually enjoy your time mm -hmm. and enjoy each day and feel good about the process, feel good about yourself, feel confident along the way. And then one day you're like, oh crap, I'm, I'm here. I made it. Yeah. You know, like you're almost surprised that you reached your goal mm -hmm. or that you hit a certain milestone because you've been so focused and committed to the way you go about things. Yeah. And that's, that's the amazing part of it is because, you know, you know, we've all been there. We've focused on the, the results. Mm-hmm. I know you and how that work. Yeah. <laughs> I like laugh because I'm like, I just feel like I wasted so much of my time yeah. and I wasted a, a part of my life. So focused on a result. Yeah. But now that we're here and this is what we do to think about going back and just realizing how good it feels to be on this side to say, Hey, come with me and tell them have faith in the process come on love the process come with us that's why we're so evangelical about fit body and our cause because we know we know exactly because we've been at every stage of it and it's so important to love the process because you want to love yourself through this not i have to do this because i want to get this i get to do this because it makes me feel better every single day of the week and eventually i will get to my results mm -hmm. I will get there because then you're outside. The aesthetics show the beauty and the love that you have for the inside of you. That's the really cool thing is because your outside will eventually start to show because you start to love yourself mm -hmm. on the inside. And that's the cool thing is like saying, I love myself enough to do this every single day because it feels good for the soul and the mind, but then getting the visual aesthetics and the visual pleasure of seeing your hard work come to fruition mm -hmm. and it's just like it's a beautiful thing yeah like matching the inside the outside to the inside yeah. but like you got to do the inside work first correct and i think that's that's like a an aha moment that's mm -hmm. like a click for people mm -hmm. that like you, you want to change on the outside the work starts on the inside correct. hopefully people with this podcast are catching on to that like we talk about health and fitness we talk about habits like water and working out and things like that. But we talk a lot about what's between your ears Correct. and what's in your chest. Yeah. Like what is, you know, that that's going to give you more fulfillment than, you know, looking a certain way. And I love what you said of, of doing something because you love yourself, yeah. not because you hate yourself. Correct. And I think there are too many people in the, in the health and fitness industry as clients that, are doing something they're trying to lose fat they're trying to lose body weight they're trying to look a certain way because they hate themselves yeah. back to your story about thinking that you were the fat kid mm -hmm. you were trying initially trying to change because you hated yourself right. 
But the real change didn't happen until you started to say, I'm going to change because I love myself. Yeah. I'm going to change because I deserve to be happy. I deserve to feel great. I deserve to reach all my goals. That's a big shift for people. We're not doing this stuff because we hate ourselves. Right. We're doing this actually because we love ourselves. Yeah. I'm a big firm believer of doing things that are good for the soul. And I'll be 100% honest with you. It's the strangest things. My real results on the outside didn't actually start to come out and see in a picture until I started loving myself. Because the negativity and the stress in which I had actually, science, science proves it, holds on mm -hmm. to fat. So if we can love ourselves and become less stressed and love everything, oh, look at that. I'm seeing results. I'm seeing measurements go down. I'm loving the process. I'm seeing my muscles because I'm doing things that are good for the soul. I'm doing things that cleanse the soul, make my mind right, get my mindset just top notch and strong. And that's and I think that's when I really started to see the aesthetics come to fruition is when I actually started to love myself. Mm -hmm. And I say, hey, I don't like the way I look. We've all been there. I say, no, I love me. I love this whole atmosphere. I love working out. I love eating right because it feels good. It's good for the soul. And then, sure enough, abs. Immediately. No, 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 no. I wish that yeah. magic. No, but it really, it really, things started to come together once I had that aha moment, that paradigm shift of saying, I love you. You do this because you love you. It's the quality of life in which we want to have. But again, you got to take that first step. Take that first step of faith and trust. Yeah. Well, that's a beautiful note to end on, I yeah, think. It's great. I love that. We got to stay committed to the process, commitment to your journey. We're going to hit on that third key for unlocking your greatness in the next episode in a couple of weeks. So definitely tune in for that. But Mike, thank you thank for you your for time. Thanks for having me. This is what we do on a regular basis, people. We just don't record ourselves. <laughs> so maybe we just start recording ourselves yep. a little bit more. Um, but no, I, I appreciate you as a person. I like being around you at work, during workouts, all of that. It's You make people around you better. Yeah. And that's, that's what everybody needs to go for is work on you, right? Yeah. The, the outside will match the inside, but you do the inside work first. You're going to you're going to see those results focus on your process. But ultimately, like if, if you, I said this in a last couple of classes, if you get better, we all get better. Correct. So I think podcasts are a great tool for that. Ours or whatever podcast people are listening to out there. If you're working on yourself, if you have a growth mindset, you know, if you're working on the inside, the inside work, the hard work, if you get better, we all get better. Yeah. Right. And isn't that the goal that like we become our best selves to make the world a little bit better place for when we leave. Yeah. I think that's the goal. So hopefully you all have something to pull from this episode. Definitely let us know what you are carrying on, but I will have coach Kristen with me on the next episode. So tune into that. This has been coming in hot. We will see you next time. I'm coming in hot. What's up, guys? This is Coach Kristen. Thanks for listening to Coming In Hot. We hope you've elevated your mindset with us today and inspired you to be your healthiest self. Hit that subscribe button and share with your friends. And be sure to follow and tag us on Instagram where we share even more health, fitness, and mindset content. You can follow us at, at fitbody underscore ENC or follow me at 
Kristen underscore Zam with two M's and Coach Shelby at Shelby Gwynn underscore fit. This was coming in hot. I'm coming in hot.